Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashams in South Africa and by Stuart Weir in the UK. On this week's show, we take a look ahead to the 2017 Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers taking place next weekend. We'll go through groups A to F and talk about Nigeria's squad selection by the new coach Sunday Olise. He's left out prolific Watford striker Odion Igalo, and we hear from Igalo on how he copes with disappointment in life. I know with God all things are possible because I've seen it in my life, God, many times, even in difficulties. Also, we get a bit of background about English Premier League club Swansea City, the side that's home to Andre Ayew. Now, there's one strange thing about Swansea City of the English Premier League. Swansea is not in England, it's in Wales. And just over a week from now, we get into the next round of qualifiers for the 2017 Africa Cup of Nations being held in Gabon. There are 15 qualifying spaces up for grabs, and uh, this will be the second round of games. The format is that uh, only the group winners qualify, plus the two best runners-up. So it is a difficult road to get to Gabon, and uh, some of the groups are very tricky. Uh, This week, we'll preview groups A to F, and we'll go through the other groups on next week's program. Now, Egypt and Libya have both been seriously affected by a crisis at national level, and it has affected most areas of society, including sport. Let's take a look at Libya, first of all, because they were set to host the 2013 Africa Cup of Nations finals. But when the civil war began in 2011, the tournament was moved away and given to South Africa. Uh, In return, Libya were then supposed to have hosted in 2017, but it was again taken away because of the current conflict in Libya. Well, the Mediterranean Knights, as Libya's national team is known, were a promising team, qualifying for the Nations Cup finals in 2006 and 2012. Uh, But it's going to be tough this time, Solomon, after losing 1-0 away to Morocco, and they now host Cape Verde. It's sad to see the way Libyan football has gone down. Uh, Libya used to have like strong uh, football clubs like Hal Hilal playing in the Africa Champions League and club championships across the continent of Africa. A lot of African players also go up to Libya to play because Libya had invested so much in the, in the league. Remember early last year, uh, Libya won the Africa Chan Championship, which was really impressive. You know, it, it was really also very inspiring for, for a lot of uh, football fans to see Libya going through what they've been through. Yeah, so very sad uh, what's happening uh, in Libyan football. Um, what about Egypt? The record seven-time African champions are going through hard times as well as the effects of their political crisis from 2011 to 2014 are still being felt. Uh, They won their opener 3-0 over Tanzania, but they've got a very difficult group with Nigeria in there. Can we say things are on the up for Egypt, or too early to say, Solomon? Well, Steve, I think things are on the off for Egypt. Egypt has been through a lot as a nation, uh, but, but they've picked three points already in the same group with Nigeria. So possibly these two big teams would have to slog it out to see who finishes up top. And we hope to, uh, to see them really coming back strong and, and really uh, showing uh, what they have to offer. 
So Egypt play away to Chad, as you say, in the same group as Nigeria, who play away to Tanzania after a win over Chad in their first game. Now, new Nigeria coach Sandy Olise has raised a few eyebrows with his squad selection as he's dropped to John Mikelo B and Victor Moses of Chelsea. Also, he's dropped to high-scoring Watford striker Odion Igalo. Of course, um, every new coach will have uh, their own ideas, but uh, how do you see this, Solomon? Sunday Olise, when he was uh, appointed a few uh, weeks ago, the first thing he said was he's only going to feature players who are, are currently playing in the first team and that are, that are playing week in, week out. So uh, no matter how big name you are, if you don't play in the first team, if you're not a regular player for your club, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't have a chance. So you have to really see uh, how you can get into your first team. So I guess, you know, every coach has his own policy uh, and we hope to see how this is going to pan out. Well, it's understandable, maybe, when it comes to John Michelo B and Victor Moses, but Odion Igalo, with 17 goals, is the leading scorer in the 2015 calendar year in the top four leagues of England, and he scored against Chad in the last qualifier for Nigeria. So his absence, something of a surprise for many fans. Well, we spoke to Igalo earlier this year, and as a follower of Jesus Christ, he told us how he's coped with disappointment in his life before. Especially, he says he wasn't popular with fans when he joined Watford from Granada in Spain. Many people criticized me when I first of all came, you know. He's not doing well, he's not the kind of player they were, uh, he is, he's not the player they're talking about. They say he scored against Barcelona in, in La Liga, they say he scored against Madrid, they say he scored against the but they don't think he can make it here and all that. I keep calm, I never say one, one word because I know what I can do with the grace of God in my life. So I keep on working out day by day in training, the same way I was training since the first day I came to this team, the same way I'm training now. So I just thank God that I'm used to the league and everything is working around and God is indirectly telling people that he still exists. So if he can do it in my life, he can do it in others' life. I've seen many lines, I've seen many scriptures, many quotes from you. Do you have a favorite? Is there any favorite one that each time you remember that or you think of that, you say to yourself, yes, that's the one that keeps pushing me on and motivating me? Yeah, I think my, my motto with, with God, all things are possible. That's what, what I always say because I know without God, there's nothing I can do because I know with God, all things are possible because I've seen it in my life, God, many times, even in difficulties, not only about my football career, many other things. So that's why I say with God, all things are possible. If you believe and keep on believing, no matter the storm you're going through, at the end of the tunnel, there must be light if you still believe in God. So I'm happy because I know I've gone through a lot in my career, through bad patch, through good patch. But I'm happy now everything is working for me. And I see thank God for everything. And I know this is not just the end because I know great things will still happen in my career with the grace of God. That's Odion Igalo speaking to Oluwashina Okeleji. This is Planet Sport Football Africa. We're looking ahead to next weekend's 2017 Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers. It's the second round of group games. Uh, looking at to Group D, Burkina Faso and Uganda both have three points. No points yet for Botswana and Comoros. Botswana hosts Burkina Faso and Comoros play at home to Uganda. A wide open group this one, Solomon. Uh, could Uganda qualify for the Nations Cup maybe for the first time since 1978? 
You know, I am actually really rooting for Uganda to qualify. Last time they, they came very close. They got to the very final round and, you know, they couldn't just make it. Uh, Uganda has a, a great squad. So the cranes of Uganda, for me, they, they are one team that I would really want to see at the Africa Cup of Nations. And, and this might just be the moment for them uh, to, to go through and get into the Africa Cup of Nations uh, in Gabon next year. Then in Group E, all four teams have one point. Uh, Another East African side that's underachieved, Kenya. Uh, They're with Congo Brazzaville, who did really well at this year's uh, Africa Cup of Nations finals. And also Guinea-Bissau are there after a surprise uh, draw away to 2012 champions Zambia. So all four teams there on one point. Kenya has been playing well, and so they've been able to pick one point. But Congo Brazzaville, for me, they are one of the teams that, you know, a lot of people should not write off. Zambia... uh, I don't think Zambian football is is where it was uh, three, four years ago. I think Zambia is in a phase right now where it's really going to be difficult for them. The administration need need new ideas and maybe even the coaching need new ideas for them to be able to resurrect again. Well, Zambia are away to Kenya and Guinea-Bissau host Congo. Next week on the show, we'll take a look at the rest of the groups. And on Facebook and WhatsApp, you can give us your predictions for the Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers. Tell us which games you're looking forward to and what you're hoping for. You can send a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Well, last week we asked what you think that Ghana captain Andre Ayew will achieve this season at Swansea City. Well, Usman Guy and the Gambia says, I think he made a good move by joining Swansea. He can achieve many things at the club. Ebrima Barrow says Ayew could have a successful season because he's made a tremendous start and surely he will get a good ending. Abdu Chelsea Demfinio says Ayew can help Swansea to finish in a high position and he can move to a bigger Premier League club. Garnet Blasio in Malawi says Ayu is a player that drives me to love Ghanaian football. And uh, Modu Chris Sane in the Gambia says Ayu is a young boy who has the talent and an eye for goal, so I think he can help them to fight for a top four finish. Well, thanks so much for all of those comments. Uh, Ayu didn't score last weekend, but Riyad Mahrez of Algeria made it four goals in three games as Leicester drew 1-1 with Tottenham. Mambiram Duf scored again for Stoke as they drew 1-1 away to Sunderland. Bakary Sacco of Mali got a late winner for Crystal Palace as they beat Aston Villa 2-1. And two Africans scored for West Ham as they lost to 4-3 at home to Bournemouth. On target for the Hammers were Sheku Kuyate from Senegal and Moduba Maiga from Mali. Now, over the next few weeks, we're going to find out more about some of the English Premier League clubs that have some star African players. And we'll start with a look at Andre Ayew's club, Swansea City, the club that Gambia's Modu Barrow also belongs to. Stuart Weir gives us this special report. Now, there's one strange thing about Swansea City of the English Premier League. Swansea is not in England, it's in Wales. In fact, there are three clubs in Wales which play in the English League. There's Swansea City, Cardiff City and Wrexham. Swansea is a city of about a quarter of a million people on the south coast of Wales, about three hours by road from London. Now, rugby is the main sport in Wales and Swansea City, or rather Swansea Town, as the team was originally known, 
was not founded until 1912. The club has spent most of its time in the lower divisions of English football. It did have two seasons in the old first division, which we now call the Premiership, in the 1980s, but then they dropped right down to the bottom league again. In 2011, Swansea finished third in the Championship and gained promotion to the Premiership through the playoffs. While most people expected them to go straight back down again, they have more than held their own in the Premier League, finishing 11th in their first season and an all-time high of 8th last year. And in 2013, they won the Football League Cup, beating Bradford City 5-0 at Wembley to gain their first major trophy. That got them into the Europa League, and they reached the last 32 before losing to Napoli of Italy. Swansea City remains a small club, but it's a well-run club which has survived and made an impact on Premier League beyond what some larger, richer clubs have managed. The club was a pioneer of foreign managers. The first one was Roberto Martinez from Spain, who of course went on to manage Wigan and is currently at Everton. He was followed by Paulo Sousa from Portugal, And then they had the Danish legend Michael Laudrup. The current Liverpool manager, Brendan Rodgers, was also in charge at Swansea for two years. But in 2014, when Michael Laudrup was fired, the club didn't look for an experienced manager, but appointed one of their senior players, Gary Monk, as interim player manager. Monk seemed to do so well that he was appointed as a permanent manager and is now in his third season. Swansea have had several African players, notably Wilfred Bonney, who was signed in 2014 from the Dutch club Vitas Arnhem for $18 million and then sold to Manchester City 18 months later for more than double what Swansea paid for him. As is becoming the norm with Premier League clubs, Swansea have a very international squad. Now, their first choice goalkeeper is the pole, Lucas Fabianski, ex of Arsenal. But they have five other goalkeepers under contract, one from Germany, another from Sweden, from Slovenia, as well as English and Welsh keepers. And they have outfield players from Argentina, Cyprus, France, Ecuador, Iceland, Netherlands, Portugal and Spain, as well as two Africans. Thanks a lot to Stuart Weir. So those two Africans at Swansea are Andre Ayew of Ghana and the Gambia's Modu Barrow. And Barrow has been loaned to championship side Blackburn for three months. Well, that's it for this week's show, but on Facebook and on WhatsApp, do give us your predictions for the Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers, which are on next weekend, and tell us which games you're looking forward to and what you're hoping for. Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. You can follow us on Twitter. The address is at Planet Sport FA. So from me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Shams in South Africa, and Stuart Weir in the UK, thanks a lot for listening. You can find us online at planetsport.tv. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production.